This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation urging EPA to keep biofuel requirements intact. Learn more at fb.org. Good afternoon, I'm Ben Nully. The Department of Agriculture will start taking applications for its ReConnect program November 24th. USDA is offering up to $1.15 billion to eligible providers who provide high-speed internet to rural areas who have internet speeds below 25 megabits per second download and 3 megabits per second upload. Secretary of Agriculture Tom Vilsack says, quote, For too long, the digital divide has left too many people living in rural communities behind, unable to compete in the global economy, and unable to access the services and resources that all Americans need, end quote. Nearly $200 million will be offered for loans with another $250 million earmarked for loan-grant combinations. There's also a $350 million fund that will be distributed with a 25% matching requirement and another $350 million in grants with, quote, no matching requirement for projects in tribal and socially vulnerable communities, USDA noted. Read more of this story at agripulse.com. Vilsack represented USDA at the World Food Prize events earlier this week, but he wasn't the only Biden administration official at the event. AgriPulse's Spencer Chase has more. A State Department leader is trying to expand the use of agricultural biotechnology and finding help overseas. Matt Murray is a senior official for the Bureau of Economic and Business Affairs at the State Department. He says while biotech may be a tricky issue in some countries, the U.S. is often not alone in its support. We will also find and identify folks in those countries who are validators for the science and for, um, in their own experience, in their own communities, whether it's in Africa or in, in other parts of the developing world. Uh, and they can then also uh, talk about their experiences. And, and we think that's really, really valuable and really important. And so sometimes from the State Department perspective, um, our job is to connect the dots between um, some of those some of those folks who have positive experiences and other people in those communities in order to uh, promote some of those conversations. And that's probably where some of our most effective uh, work uh, happens. Murray was at the World Food Prize events in Des Moines this week, hoping to bridge the gap between food policy and foreign policy and show the role the U.S. could play in both discussions. Reporting for AgriPulse, I'm Spencer Chase. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Since 2008, the use of ethanol and biodiesel has reduced greenhouse gas emissions by an average of 82 million metric tons each year. That's the equivalent of taking 18 million cars off the road. EPA should keep biofuel requirements intact. Learn more at fb.org. Corn and soybean harvest is over halfway complete. USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey says the upper Midwest should finish harvest in the next few days. Unlike some years, it'll be the upper Midwest finishing up first this year. Some of your drought-affected areas in Minnesota and North Dakota and South Dakota should be wrapping up harvest before some of the eastern areas. It's a combination of factors, obviously, just the fact that the drought-accelerated crop really dried down quickly. We've had that extended warm autumn, so it's just ready to harvest, come out of the field quickly. North-central Iowa farmer April Hemis says she's close to finishing. But I ran into the age-old problem this year of breaking down and not being able to get parts for my combine. <laughs> so that's the story of my life. Uh, beans are done. Surprised me. They went 60 bushel an acre, which I had a freeze come the end of May so and had to replant 80% of my beans. So I 
was hoping for 50 and shocked by 60. Hemis says she has about a fourth of her corn crop left to harvest. Rippey says crops have been slower to develop further east, which includes disease pressure. We've seen that in states like Indiana and Illinois. So unlike most years, producers are going in, going after the soybeans later. So normally you'd see the soybeans come out first. They're a bit more fragile in fall weather. This year, because of the stock breakage concerns, producers in states like Illinois are going after the corn first. So we will have to keep an eye on that soybean crop. It's going to sit out there a little bit longer. And now with wetness coming this weekend, that could be a bit of a slowdown. Despite most farmers being ahead of schedule, Rippey says a storm system beginning this weekend could drop one to three inches of rain across southern Iowa, Missouri, and extending through Indiana that could cause some delays. That's all for today's Drive Time. For the latest agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. In Washington, I'm Ben Nully.